Hi there. Today, let's discuss the importance of social responsibility and community and use vocabulary which is valuable to your English language learning. I'm going to cover a story in the news and look at its wider context. Context, C-O-N-T-E-X-T, means what surrounds the news story and what thoughts does it cause us to have. Events reported in the news often cause us to think and perhaps on the back of that make changes, particularly where a news story captures people's attention and is something they can relate to. In today's podcast, I'm going to quote Mahatma Gandhi and I'm going to talk about a news item from France. So as an exercise in English language listening, this podcast will give you practice at understanding the news, but also practice at understanding ideas and concepts, values if you like. So I'll be using abstract nouns and vocabulary for expressing ideas and opinions. Podcasts like this one are your stepping stone to going beyond basic English and moving into fluent and thoughtful communication and conversation. A whole new level of language learning, if you like. Hello, I'm Hilary and you're listening to Adept English. We will help you to speak English fluently. All you have to do is listen. So start listening now and find out how it works. And don't forget to listen to this podcast a number of times. Your understanding will increase each time you listen. And that's the best way to get the most out of a podcast like this one. And if you like our podcast, please share them with your family and friends. Adept English is a tiny company and we don't have a big advertising budget. Instead, people hear about us through word of mouth. That means through other people's recommendations. So help us out by sharing our podcast if you can. And if you're on Spotify, there's a special share function that you can use. Doing this helps us get more listeners and help more people to learn English. If you're on a different platform, then subscribing will have the same effect. Thank you for doing that. Let's start with that quote from Mahatma Gandhi, first of all. He said, the greatness of a nation can be judged by the way its animals are treated. In other words, how good a country is is shown by whether or not it looks after its animals. That's the original Gandhi quote. But there are variations on this theme, this idea, like this saying. How a society treats its most vulnerable is always a measure of its humanity. The word vulnerable, V-U-L-N-E-R-A-B-L-E in English, means easily hurt, easily wounded. So here we mean members of our society like the sick, the old, children, as well as animals. And the measure of its humanity, the measure just means how much, and humanity, H-U-M-A-N-I-T-Y, that means the quality of being human, by which we usually mean showing compassion, kindness, thought for other people. So countries are judged on how they treat their animals, their sick, their elderly, their children. Sounds reasonable, doesn't it? And I might extend that to how you treat the members of other nations too. There are things going on in the world at the moment, in countries affected by war or conflict, 
where you can see the evidence of how the most vulnerable in society suffer the most. And it's the same where there's a natural disaster like a hurricane or an earthquake. The most vulnerable people suffer the most. One of the horrors of war and conflict are that the ideas of fairness and humanity can seem to be completely abandoned. But where we have settled countries, countries that aren't experiencing war, countries that are relatively stable and well off, we do expect that the vulnerable in society are taken care of, rightly so. And this is why there is so much discussion and soul searching going on in France at the moment. This is quite a shocking news story, but it gets people thinking. It's the story of the nine-year-old boy who was discovered to have been living on his own between 2020 and 2022. This happened in a village called Nursac near Angoulême in southwest France. The boy was originally living with his mother in the flat, but she left in 2020 to go and live with her lover in a different town, leaving the boy, then nine years old, to look after himself. His situation was recognised in September 2022 when he was taken into care. Care, C-A-R-E, in this context, means when the state looks after someone. This used to be very often through children's homes, but more commonly now it's recognised that children do best in a family environment, even when it's not their own family sometimes because it's not their own family, actually. When a family look after a child that's not their own, we call this to foster, F-O-S-T-E-R. And if the arrangement is made more permanent and legally recognised, recognised in law, we call it to adopt, A-D-O-P-T. So this boy has been taken into care and his mother was jailed, sent to prison. She was put into prison for six months for abandoning him and for endangering his life by leaving him. It's reported now that this boy, quite understandably, no longer wants any contact with his mother. What's remarkable about this story, in part, is how well the boy managed, how well he looked after himself. It's hard to imagine what sort of strength it takes for a nine-year-old to face the world alone. It seems that originally the boy was left with an elder brother, but that this elder brother left after a few weeks to go and live with his father. Despite all of this, the boy continued to go to school. He completed the last year of his primary school, getting good marks, getting good grades. And when it was time to go to secondary school, he went along there too and continued to be the good student such that teachers didn't realise that there was anything wrong. They didn't know that he was living alone and that there was no one to care for him. It was reported that the boy did his homework, got good grades, was well-dressed in his school uniform, clean and always arrived on time at school. It was later reported that he'd had to live on tinned food and on tomatoes that he scavenged from neighbours' gardens neighbours' vegetable patches. At times during this two-year period, he'd had no electricity or heating and he washed in cold water. And yet his situation wasn't discovered for two years because he managed to keep up the appearance that everything was normal. The boy attended school and was a good student and it was in fact neighbours who in the end raised the alarm 
who told the French authorities what they suspected was going on. All along, the mother had told neighbours that she was taking care of the boy and they must mind their own business. Many of the neighbours felt guilty afterwards for not realising sooner what was going on. Part of the reason why this situation took so long to be discovered, the mother would come and visit the boy every few days and she would bring food or clean clothes. Sometimes they shopped for food together, but there was no gas supply to the flat. So in the winter, the boy had no heating or hot water. He did, however, have electricity, so he was able to entertain himself by playing computer games and watching television. But of course, with no adult supervision. He had school friends, but he never invited them back to his flat as a way of covering up his situation. He also managed to cover up his situation to neighbours who only gradually realised what was going on. The sorts of questions that are raised by a new story like this concern the way that we raise children in our society and whether people notice if a family aren't taking proper care of a child. And it needs thought. What are people's responsibilities around this? Apparently, one person in the boy's village commented, when there was a family and a village around a child, if the mother neglected the child, it didn't matter much because the rest of the family and the whole village took care of the child. It's not like that anymore. This reminded me of another saying, it takes a village to raise a child. And in many parts of the world, this is still what happens. And it's often not just the village. It's what we call the extended family. That means if there's a large family who live in the same location, then aunties, uncles, grandparents, cousins also play a part in bringing up a child. And those family members take responsibility for a child if a parent cannot do so. The problem is, in Western society, we often live in what's called nuclear families. That means ideally two parents, but possibly one parent and children live in a household together. And there may not be any close relatives or relatives may live some distance away. In this case, back to Gandhi's sentiment, there is more responsibility on the state to look after children and to put in place mechanisms which mean people notice when something's wrong. In France, there's much thinking going on about why did this go unnoticed? What mechanisms should have been in place so that this situation wasn't allowed to go on for such a long time. What I find remarkable about this new story, however, is just how well the boy managed. He was only nine years old when this started. Usually how well a child does at school, whether they attend regularly, on time and whether or not they get good grades, these tend to be seen as indicators of whether all is well at home. Although this story is sad, and I'm glad that the boy is now living with a foster family and being looked after properly, this story is also testament to the human spirit and human ingenuity that he survived in these circumstances so well as he did. Let us know what you think of this new story. Enough for now. Have a lovely day. Speak to you again soon. Goodbye. Thank you so much for listening. Please help me tell others about this podcast by reviewing or rating it. And please share it on social media. You can find more listening lessons and a free English course 
at adeptenglish.com. 